The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. A good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. A hired man who is not a shepherd and whose sheep are not his own sees a wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away and the wolf catches and scatters them. This is because he works for pay and has no concern for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and I know mine and mine know me just as the father knows me and I know the father and I will lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own. I have power to lay it down and, I, and power to take it up again. This command I have received from my Father. The Gospel of the Lord. As your pastor, what is my dream for St. Joseph's parishioners? Yes, yes, I dream. And I dream for you. That we will never be afraid of doing good to those around us and in a particular way those less fortunate than ourselves. It is true and we hold on to this dearly that God is truly present in the blessed sacrament. But it is also true that he is present in the lives of all the people around us. Oh, that we would be examined for a good deed done to someone. I believe there is a growing awareness in our world because of our global family crisis that we need to care for our brothers and sisters. There is a worldwide awareness that we are a family and we all need each other. Let's ask God to see our world the way he sees it. Which means looking at everything with the eyes of faith. This is why the Father loves me. I don't know about you, but that's a very striking statement from our Lord. An insight into Jesus as he is reflecting on himself, the way he is made. He is marveling at himself in the most innocent and purest of ways. He is looking at himself in awe. He is God and man at the same time. What must have that been like? All that time he spent in prayer or in dialogue with the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph. 30 years, just them alone with Jesus. So let's go into the heart of Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Probably my most favorite stained glass window 
is one that depicts the sacred heart of Jesus. It is closely linked to the Eucharist because this is who we receive in communion. First Holy Communicants, where are you? It's not just a piece of bread. It's not a symbol. It doesn't represent his body. It actually is. And the part of Jesus' body that we can most relate to is his heart. A second and most powerful image of Jesus comes from the second century depiction of Jesus carrying a sheep on his shoulders. If you've noticed, that painting over there is in the catacombs. Well, the painting I'm referring to is also in one of the catacombs. So we have his heart and his shoulders given to us to bring us home to our Father. So how does he define himself in the gospel today? I know you all know. You just don't want to say it. I am the good shepherd. And this is what comes, this is what Jesus wants us to be for everyone who is not in the fold. So as Catholics, Christians, followers of Jesus, what can I do to improve being a good shepherd? Here are three characteristics we can glean from the readings. Laying down your lives for others. So let us look around the church. What do you see? Mothers, fathers, grandparents, single men and women. These vocations require a life of giving, not receiving. A life of serving, not being served. If you ask any of the mothers here, what's it like to be a mom? You're likely to hear, it requires everything I've got. Pouring myself out. Total selfless dedication. In other words, what Jesus said. Laying down our lives for others. This is not poetry. This is pure self-giving. It's not uncommon to come across people who are tired as they live out their vocation. What to, get, what to do to get back the joy of being a dad or a mom? This weekend, a group of men at St. Joseph's spent the day learning about how to be better dads and better husbands. When we see ourselves getting tired, seek help. Don't try to do it all on your own. The Superman hero complex doesn't work. We need each other more than we realize. Hopefully people will find at St. Joseph's a place where they are nourished and strengthened on their journey. Going out to the lost sheep. Many times those lost sheep are inside our own families. Jesus' attitude towards the sinners and lost sheep was always one of compassion and mercy. It's enough to take a bird's eye view of the gospel and what you see is extraordinary. Jesus simply loved everybody. The adulterous woman, the good thief, the little girl who died, 
the tax collector, Veronica, and even Judas, who betrayed him, to name just a few. Perhaps this week, we can look into our lives and see, where can I improve in accepting people, welcoming people, and respecting all people? This would bring so much joy to Jesus and peace to ourselves. Obedience to the Father. Before Jesus could come into the world, someone else had to say yes. That yes was the beginning of everything we know inside our Catholic faith. Everything came out of this one yes. And it was the yes of a little girl, of a young lady in Nazareth named Mary. Her example gives us insight into the obedience that Jesus had for his father. We are learning that we can't just mechanically say yes every day. Eventually you get worn out. Our yes needs to be accompanied by a strong presence of the Blessed Mother. Her presence helps us realize that Jesus needed her heart and her love. It should not be a surprise to us that he needed her to walk on the way to Calvary with him. Her obedience was surrounded by not knowing anything. She lived her obedience quietly, graciously, and with the strength of iron. This week could be a wonderful time to ask the Lord, how can I reinforce this virtue in my life? See where the Lord has blessed your obedience. See where you have strayed, when you have strayed, and what were the consequences. When you have been most at peace with yourself and others, it's probably because you were inside his most holy will. Yesterday, I went out with one of the parishioners on an early morning coffee run. We met eight people and gave them coffee and a sausage and egg sandwich. One of them was William Smith, an elderly gentleman. He was sitting quietly in the cold morning air. He greeted us and said, I am just feeding the birds this morning. And we got to feed him. Today's Mass is being offered for, uh, no coincidence here, Chad and Maria Meadows on their 20th wedding anniversary. We pray to the Lord. For the bishops, the shepherds of the church, that they will be filled with zeal and fervor of divine love. We pray to the Lord. That those who govern will remain committed to peace, justice, truth, and the common good. We pray to the Lord. That our parish may grow in holiness and in our dedication to evangelization. We pray to the Lord. For an increase of vocations to the priesthood and consecrated life, especially from our own parish community, we pray to the Lord. For those who have gone astray like sheep, that they will hear the voice of the Good Shepherd, the guardian of their souls, we pray to the Lord. For the grace to hear the voice of Christ always and to remain securely in his one flock. 
We pray to the Lord. So as we, be, as we pray our Christus Vincit, we just all remain facing the altar.